Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. This is the profit plan. I think it's always good to do a year in review. So review 2023 and you'll look and see what went right in 2023. So you can write down what were your wins, what were your lessons learned. I think it's good to start with that because sometimes, depending on the year, the bad stuff will stand out to us, right? Because our brain likes to protect us. So our brain will go to the bad. So what were your wins? What were the lessons learned? There's this Japanese thing I just found out about called misogi. And it's like having this one life event, like what would define your year and looking back on it. So think about something good. And then, you know, we also have to look at the losses, but not just the losses, but the lessons from the losses, right? So did you try something that didn't work? Did you procrastinate? Maybe not start something that you were wanting to start, right? Here's a good one. What did you avoid? This is really telling because as we start the new year and we've got all this new year, new me, new energy, you want to look at what did you avoid last year? Because that little thing will rear its ugly head again, right? So were you afraid of people to see you starting small or messing up or having an imperfect moment? Were those one of those things that you were like, oh, I avoided doing what I needed to do because I was afraid of what people would think, right? And so what happened, and more importantly, what lesson did you take away from the circumstance, right? Like it's not to beat ourselves up, right? Nobody needs a Shane sandwich, that's what I call it, a Shane sandwich. But what did you learn and what lesson do you want to take away from that? And then did you have goals last year that you didn't hit? And I want you to know, just to kind of give you a little bit of a breather here on this, that if you didn't hit the goals, you didn't hit the goals because you don't care, right? You didn't hit the goals because you aren't good enough. You didn't hit the goals because you weren't busy. You didn't hit the goals because you weren't doing marketing. I'm sure you were doing marketing. I'm sure you were posting. I'm sure you were putting yourself out there. I'm sure you were busy with a lot of things. It's not the economy or inflation, right? Even though that will play a part in it. It's not that, okay? When you look at whether you hit your goals or not, it comes down to two factors. And we're really going to dive into this a little bit deeper. I like to say to reach the big goals, you need a keen strategy, which we're going to cover today. You need a healthy mindset, right? We can sometimes be a little mean to ourselves, right? We need a healthy mindset. We need focused discipline, right? And one of my favorite quotes, and I'm going to kind of change it a little bit. It's by Neville Goddard, and it is, we do not get what we want. We get what we believe is possible. We do not get what we want. We get what we believe is possible for us. Or said another way, we get who we believe we are. Right? We get who we believe we are. 
right? And so when you are thinking about your goals, right? And when we're thinking about our business, I want you to know, and I'm saying this with love, but your business bank account is a direct reflection of your self-beliefs and your overall discipline. I have a business coach and what he would always say, your business is a reflection of you. And there were times that I was like, yes. and there were times where I was like, ouch, right? Your business account, your bank account is a reflection of your self-beliefs, what you believe is possible and how you limit yourself and worrying about other people and things like that and your overall discipline. And so if you think about that, your income is a measuring stick right, of the actions that you take or didn't take or your overall worthiness beliefs really comes down to that. And so you won't take action to make that video if you don't believe you're good enough, right, or if you believe you're going to be judged, right, if the fear is too great. And I have never in the seven years of teaching beauty business and the five years of coaching beauty professionals, I've never met someone who was taking all of the right actions that didn't have at least 80% of the results they wanted. Like it just doesn't happen, even with circumstances, because we want to move forward with discipline. And money loves discipline, right? You've heard that expression, money loves speed. It loves you to take action. That's discipline. Your success is needed to help others. There's somebody out there that is waiting for your service. There's somebody out there that is waiting for you to give them confidence, to change their life, to help them in ways that you wouldn't even know. And that's why we love what we do because it's so fulfilling. It's not just about surface beauty. It's really about what impact it has on other people's lives. And we need to show up so that we can have that impact, right? And so I like to tell my students, your success is urgent. Like this is not something that we could just like be like, oh, and I'd be nice someday. Like we got to be proactive about this. We can't afford to mess around with distractions. We got to be focused on reaching the goal, right? We don't have time. So when these things come up, we have to be on it to say, listen, I have a dream. And dreams don't come true. Plans come true. Plans need to have discipline activated. So we're going to put together a plan today, but then you are going to follow through and you're going to decide to be disciplined. And I'm going to give you some questions right now. And you can just score yourself. You can just give yourself a yes or a no. You can just write them down for yourself. So we're going to reflect on last year. It's a little quiz, okay? So answer these questions. Number one, did you have a quarterly promotion? Did you have a sales event every three months? Did you have something to promote? Not just I have a normal come and get my services, but did you actually have a quarterly promotion? Something that you got excited about that you created a special offer and a deadline for people to take action? Did you have a quarterly promotion? So that would be four promotions for the year, every three months. That's question number one. Did you post valuable video content regularly to grow and educate your audience? I don't care if you were dancing, shaking your booty on TikTok. That's cool. I don't do it. Nobody wants to see me shake my booty. But whatever you do, I want you to provide valuable educational content, educating your audience on why they should come to you, on overcoming their fears and objections, 
and it needs to be done in a video so that the algorithm is going to pick it up and show it. Did you post valuable video content regularly to grow and educate your audience? Okay. Did you have a plan for action like go live or make a promotional post, but then you censored yourself because you worried it wasn't good enough? Did you create a plan, but then overthink it and censor yourself and not carry it through because you worried it wasn't good enough? Do you censor yourself from an action? That's question number three. Did you reach out to at least two contacts, two people each week for a business growth collaboration? Business growth collaboration could be a referral partner, someone that you are going to give a percentage to for them to refer business to you. It could be somebody that just mutually refer each other's business. There's no money exchange. This could be somebody that you want to be on their podcast. This could be somebody that you want to do an Instagram live with. This could be somebody that you say, hey, can I post in your group? Could you share this information with your mommy blog? people and I'll share you with my audience. It could be any type of collaboration. Needs to reach out to at least two contacts for business growth collaboration. Did you do that each week? Next question. Did you follow up with at least one client daily? Guys, these are huge numbers. I'm not telling you to make 10 sales calls a day or 20, 50. You know, I've had coaches tell me make 50 sales calls a day. Yeah, no joke. And they were not joking about it. And I was paying them a lot of money to be in their coaching business, right? And to be in their service and to get the results, right? So I got to show up and take action or why am I there, right? So did you follow up with at least one client daily? Next question. Did you have a daily target? Not a to-do list. Not a to-do list. A written target so that you knew the day was a win. Next question. Did you have a 20-minute daily learning or research session to master your craft and be better in business? Did you spend 20 minutes, whether it was working on the service that you do or business, learning, researching, marketing, whatever it was, to be better in business? Last question. Did you second guess shame yourself, or put off a big decision because you felt overwhelmed, right? Tally up your score. We had eight questions there. If you got all of the questions, like you did well on all of the questions, obviously, if you shamed yourself, you're not going to put a point there. That's a minus point, right? So two of them are minus points. You should have like an overall score of you're doing well and you're on track. Okay, the good news is this is fixable. So I want you to write down, I am an overcomer. I am a problem solver. I make quick decisions. I take action towards my goals, right? I want you to write down some I am affirmative statements for yourself. Because if you're sitting with a little bit of that ugh in your stomach right now, right? If you're like, ugh. So whatever that is, there's always room for improvement, right? With everybody, same here. And so I want you to write, I'm an overcomer. I'm a problem solver. I make quick decisions. I'm going to get this done, right? Let's make a plan. Let's do this. All right. So the first thing is, 
I want to have you to dare to dream big. Dare to dream big. I want you to write down your goal. And I like to do goals. And you've probably heard the big, hairy, scary goal or the big, hairy, audacious goal, that big, crazy goal. But I also like to have good, better, best goals, right? The good is kind of a little close to where you were, but a little better, right? Better is where you feel proud and you're really having progress. And then the best is that stretch, that big, hairy, scary one. And you need to let yourself imagine that big goal. We're not going to go into smart goals. I think there's plenty of training on things like that. It needs to be timely, actionable. You need to have a deadline for it, that type of thing. And what I like to do is also like to do quarterly goals, right? So it's good to have the full goal for the end of the year, but you need to see if you're on track. And so quarterly. So we do 90-day sprints right? And so when you think of that big goal and creating that results, I want you to write down what comes up for you and really tune into your body. If you lack the belief, as we talked about before, then you have to ask yourself, why do I believe that I can't do this? Like, why do I believe that this is not possible? Because sometimes we will set a goal, but deeper inside, we don't even believe it's doable. Right. And so we have to expand our belief of what's possible and really cast that vision of possibility. Super key. And then what I'll have you do is really think about what you want and write it down in an I am statement. Right. And I am is so much powerful. Like I love to write statements that I am so happy and grateful now that, so I'm writing it in the present, now that my family is healthy happy. My girls are confident. Like I write it all down. My business is making X, Y, Z, right? Like I write it down specifically and I say it as if it has happened right now. An I am statement is stronger than an I will statement. Okay. So an I will implies that you don't have it. An I will be making is a lack statement. So we want to write our statements down as affirmations as they're happening, right? So you're going to kind of future cast. Think of yourself like this is 2025, right? And I want you to think what would have had to happen over this year, 2024, to make it an amazing year? What needs to have happened, right? And remember that it's not just the number, but what it means to you and how you feel about that. And there's different things that you can do. You guys can go to futureme.com. I think it is. You can write a letter to yourself and it will send it to you. It's really cool. I love that app because you're writing it to your future self and then you get it back. Canva has great vision boards. Pinterest has great vision boards if you like to do that. I love that stuff too. So you can even use AI to create images of yourself doing the thing so you're seeing and feeling the action. I love all of that. Okay. But now when you think of that goal, here's what's really key. Who do you need to become for this to be true? This is one of the key things. What qualities or habits do you have to have to reach that goal? What qualities or habits do you have to have to reach that goal? Okay. And if you're not sure, if you're like, I'm, I'm not sure what I need to do, then maybe write down the opposite, right? This is a really fun exercise. Write down the opposite and say, okay, if I was going to write down a recipe for failure, if I was going to create a recipe for not reaching my goals, what would that be? Well, I'd probably get distracted for two hours on Instagram. 
I probably say I'm going to do things and then not do it and then shame myself and then not believe in myself and have a lot of self-doubt, whatever that is for you, right? Like we've all been there. So you can think about the opposite and write that down and then write down the habits that are opposite of that. It's very meta. Hopefully you followed me on that. Okay. And here's what's really key. Then you need to look at that list and then you need to know what are the yellow or what I would call red lights habits, right? Because when we are looking at our goals, what happens is time is going to pass no matter what. Time is going to pass. That's what we know is going to happen. And what happens is we all start off going strong, but this is what is drifting. This is when we start drifting off the path, right? And what happens is little by little, did you reach the goal? Was it a green light? Yes, I reached my goal. Yes, I did that. what I said I was going to do. Or was it a yellow light where I was like, oh, I said I was going to get that done. I took a little bit of extra time to do it. Yellow light, kind of got a little distracted. Or was it a red light? Like I didn't do it at all. I drifted completely off the path. And that way, it's not a shock to us, right? We don't end up at the end of the year like, whoa, I wasn't even close to my goals. We have to keep ourselves accountable, right? And here's the big question. What would you need to stop doing, right? What would you need to stop doing to improve your quality of life? We have a bad habit in my house of having dessert every night. It's a bad, good habit. You know what I'm saying? It started with my little ones. It was like, you know, incentive to get them to eat the greens and stuff like that. And then it's become a whole thing. And I indulge in those desserts too. I mean, I don't have the metabolism of a 12-year-old. Hello. <laughs> this is not going well for me. I got to curtail this, right? So I have to look at areas of my life and I have to diagnose the actions and activities that are not congruent with how I say I want to live my life, right? And that could be actions. That could be overthinking, right? You have to stop overthinking, Man, so many of you said with love are so caught up in your head. All this self-talk, right? You talk yourself out of actions. You talk yourself out of dreams. You don't trust yourself. Maybe because in the past you made some bad decisions. We all made bad decisions, right? God, remember the perms of the 80s? My 80s babies, right? We had some crazy stuff, right? We all made bad decisions. It happens, right? But we have to move forward and start making more decisions. Stop overthinking. Start making more decisions. Right? And the other thing is urge control. Because we have the urge to be like, oh, I don't feel like doing it right now. You know, like, I'll just put that off. I'll wait till later. I'll wait till next time. Right? Have you ever heard the expression that morning becomes afternoon, afternoon becomes night, night becomes the next day, and the next day becomes never. What you continue to put off will not get done. So who do you want to be? That's what you're going to decide. What are you going to eliminate from your life? And who do you want to be? This is the mindset part. What are the stories that are holding you back? What are the thoughts that are holding you back? All right, if you continue to think this is a bad economy, let me tell you, whether it is or isn't, that is not a thought that is serving you. I would highly recommend, and I know this is going to be controversial, but I would highly recommend not to watch the news. Do you need to be educated on what's going on in the world? Possibly. But a lot of times it is just their agenda taking over your time and controlling your thoughts, right? 
So are your thoughts, repetitive thoughts about, you know, I'm afraid of looking silly. There's not enough time. Oh, that's mine. That is my Achilles heel. Running around with kids and stuff like that, I have to catch myself and say like, yes, there's plenty of time. But I have to be like, oh, sometimes I'll catch myself. There's not enough time, right? Do you have the thought of I'm not qualified? I'm not good enough. I'm afraid of making the wrong choice. What are these thoughts that are holding you back? And I want you to write down, this is really important. What is that belief or story costing you? Now, we're going to get to the plan in just a moment. But if we don't talk about the mindset now, if we don't talk about this self-belief, if we don't talk about this decision-making, if we don't talk about discipline, you won't move forward with the plan, right? So we have to get to the root cause. Because then when we get to the action steps, you might be like, oh, well, I don't know what kind of promotion I want to do. And I'm like, no, you need to be decisive, right? You need to be decisive. You don't know what's going to work out. You do not know what the right choice is. You are going to move forward in faith and you are going to take action. You're going to test and you're going to try it again. That's what we're going to do, right? And so I want to go into the marketing and sales funnel for success, but I really want you to make sure that you are in line with your mind. You have your mind in check, your mindset and your thoughts, okay? So when we are looking at marketing and sales, Marketing and sales comes down to three main things. The first thing is you need a way for people to find you. Say it's the ABCs, a track. You need a way for people to find you. You need a way to nurture people. The B is for build trust. And C is conversion event. You can convert them to clients. This is sales, okay? So I like to do this in reverse. I like to think like, what is the end goal and work from reverse? Okay, so we're going to start with this conversion. Okay, we're going to start with the conversion. So when you break it down like that, I just need three things, right? I need a way for people to find me. I need a way to build trust. Don't worry about all these different platforms. I think people are too distracted. They're like, I need to be omnipresent. No, you need to just be showing up on one. Master one, get one going right? Just get good on one platform instead of sprinkling yourself everywhere and burning yourself out, right? Does that simplify it for you when we think that there's just three things? Can we get focused? Can we make a plan, right? So in your notes, write down, you're going to decide how much you're going to pay yourself this year, right? Income minus expenses. And you'll write down the price of your most popular service, what is in demand, Sometimes what's in demand is not what you love to do, but you want to look at what's in demand and how many clients do you need to have? How many services do you need to sell to reach that goal? Now, you might have lots of things that you do. We can't control all the variables. You might be like, well, I do waxing, tinting, you know, brows, I do this, that. No. What is your most popular service? Again, we want to have focus. We're talking about Q1 here. I don't care what you do in Q2, 3, or 4 after this, right? You could sell everything under the sun at once. But for Q1, we are making a plan to go consistent with one main service that we are going to promote the heck out of. That people are going to know that is what we do. That people are going to know that's what they can come to us for. They are going to know how we help. When they think of you, they're going to think of that service. When they think of that service, they're going to think of you, right? That's what we want, that one service to reach the goal. We're just going to focus on one at the beginning. 
Okay. You can change it to others later. Now we're going to get decisive. Are you ready to get decisive? What is the quarterly promotion event that you are going to have for this quarter? Are you going to do a Valentine's Day? So you got to get on it. Are you going to do a Mother's Day? Are you going to do a spring forward into beauty? Are you going to do whatever you want to call it? Business anniversary, beginning new year, new you. You can start that anytime. It does not have to be January. It can be February refresh, march forward into beauty, whatever you want to call it. What is that quarterly promotion that you are going to have? Now, when I say sales event, it does not mean that you have to have a discount, but you need a reason for people to take action. Maybe it's an extra goodie bag. Maybe it's an extra eye mask. Maybe it's an extra LED healing light with a permanent makeup brow. Whatever it is, it is a bonus that people do not want to miss out on because you need a reason for people to take action. This is why Black Friday is such a big deal, right? That's why it sells billions of dollars. It is one day. It has a deadline. It has urgency. It is promoted heavily. You need a reason to get excited. You need a reason to shout out, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is why you should be excited about it. Not just my doors always open, come when you want. You need a reason to get people off the fence and take action, right? They need a reason. You need something to promote. You need something to be excited about. Decide what your quarterly promotion is, what that event is, and write it down, okay? You should have one each quarter. You can change it up, okay? Write that down. Now, when you look at that, you are going to define the weekly projects that need to happen. I'm not going to tell you what needs to happen. If you want to post, you want to create three Canva graphics, great. If you want to create five to 10 Canva graphics, do it. Create your little heart out, right? I don't know how fast you are at all of that. I don't know if you have somebody that does it for you. I don't know if you have pre-made templates, things like that. But I want you to commit to it. And I want you to think about what those tasks that need to happen to make that happen. And here's the thing. You might be like, I'm going to send an email. I'm going to go live. And it might not all happen. And that doesn't mean that you shame yourself and be like, well, the whole thing was a mess, right? We're not going to do that to ourselves, right? We're going to be kind to ourselves. We're going to have, I always say, if you didn't hear my recent podcast, it's Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. I said that when I'm making decisions, I have, future me has present me's back. Meaning that I'm not going to shame myself in the future and be like, oh, why did you do that, right? Have you ever done that? Look at those decisions in the past and you're like, man, what was going on? What was I thinking, right? Why did I date that guy? What the world, you know, whatever it was, right? You can't shame yourself because then you won't take action for the future or for the present, right? Because you're so worried that you're going to make the wrong decision. So you just got to know that whatever happens, I'm going to have my back in the future. I'm going to say, listen, I was doing the best that I could at that moment with the information that I had, right? Nothing's guaranteed in 100% anyways. So you're going to decide what weekly projects you're going to have and you're going to commit to it, right? So you're going to take a calendar. I love Google Calendar. You can use whatever calendar you want. There's lots of great apps for planning, Trello, ClickUp, Asana, things like that for creating to-do lists, even if you're just a solo entrepreneur. But I like to first write down like, personal dates, family vacations, conferences, like any time off, like, I don't know about you guys, but if you got kids in school, there's like a teacher holiday for everything. I don't know what's going on. Like teacher in service. I'm like, oh my gosh, 
there's too many teacher holidays. I love the teachers though. After COVID, I was like, give them their holidays, give them their breaks. But write down all those dates. Then write down your quarterly promotion event and then back it up. So if your promotion event is going to be on, let's just say it is the end of February, you need to be promoting at least two weeks before that. Right? If you're doing a Valentine's Day event, you need to be promoting like yesterday, right? We all see it. Like the Valentine's Day stuff comes out in the stores in like December, right? Christmas is out in July. Like it's craziness. But you need to be talking about it. Don't assume that people are going to see all your posts. You're thinking like, oh, I'm posting like crazy, but nobody's seeing it, right? So we need to have that plan of action ahead of time, right? And we need to think of that sales event because if you don't make sales, you're not going to hit your goal. I know people like to think of sales as a four-letter word, right? Sale, so bad. No, it's not. It's an alignment, right? You are not taking something from them. It is an exchange of energy, right? That's all that money is. Money is a tool. It's currency, as they call it. Money needs flow. It needs energy. It's an exchange, right? They have a problem. You have a solution. And it's a mutual benefit. So don't think of it as sales is bad. So you can't have a business without sales. You cannot have a business without sales, right? Unless you're running a nonprofit and even nonprofits need to make sales. They need to raise money, right? So this is why you have to have that daily outreach call. And I'll tell you, even if you're like, I'm not so good with it, I don't know, no, no. Frequency is going to equal mastery. Write that down. Oh my gosh. Frequency equals mastery. You guys know that as beauty professionals. When you look at what you were first doing in your services and, and you look at where you're at, you're like, oh my gosh, like light years ahead, right? So those sales, again, comes down to your belief, your belief about yourself and your discipline. I love this quote that you will only sell to the degree that you are sold. Oh, that's a tough one. You will only sell to the degree that you are sold. I have no fear about showing up and talking about my business because I know I have helped women all around the world, like literally change lives. Like people have had tears. It is so fulfilling. And you guys know this. You have the same thing happen in your business. Like when you help somebody, it's like doing something right. Like it feels so good, right? And that is your belief in yourself because you know you get people results. So you will only sell to the level or to the degree that you are sold on yourself, okay? And so when we are deciding, because we're going to go now to deciding, we're talking about the actions that need to happen, I want you to be very decisive. Hang with me now. I want you to be decisive. Not like, I don't know if I want to do Pinterest. Maybe I want to do Instagram. I don't know. Everybody's talking about TikTok. No, I want you to be very decisive. This is what I'm going to do for the next 90 days. Okay? There's a great quote that says, the heaviest thing in the world or something like that isn't iron or gold. It's unmade decisions, right? Because they will weigh you down, unmade decisions, right? The reason that you're stressed out is because you have decisions to make that you haven't made. You're sitting there in overwhelm, like, I don't know which platform to do because you haven't prioritized. So it's some tough love and I'm saying it, hopefully, I know some of you, you're like, man, that girl's too much. Anybody that's new to me, they're like, whoop. Lord, who I mean, nobody was. I just thought we were going to dream about our goals. You know, we we're just going to get in touch with it, things like that. No, like I love law of attraction. I love spiritual things. I'm a believer, all of those things. But 
we got to be serious about making a true plan. We have to be decisive. The human brain is going to do human brain things, right? Sometimes my brain is so mean to me. Sometimes, you know, your brain wants to conserve energy. And decisions take a lot of energy, right? And also, we have the past saying, well, that didn't go well in the, you know, you didn't make a good decision last time. So we have that negative bias because our brain wants to keep us safe. Your brain's looking for safety. And so your brain's going to be like, well, what if you go live and nobody shows up? Okay, so you just got practice, right? My daughter was saying that, you know, everybody wants these name brand like Stanley Cups and stuff like that. And, you know, hers isn't. And she's like, but what if somebody says like mine's not the name brand? I'm like, you just say so? You know, what are you trying to say? You have to say that to your brain. You have to say that. So your brain's like, what if you look silly? You're going to be like, okay. So I got some practice. So next time I'll be better. Right? I'm going to put myself out there. What if I get a nasty comment? Okay. That person doesn't pay my bills. I don't even know that person. Right? That person probably has a lot of pain going on in their own life. Because hurt people hurt people. So don't overthink it. Don't, again, that's a lack of trust in yourself. The human brain is going to do human brain things. And your experience with your business will be different when you manage those thoughts and those feelings. Right? So I want you to write down right now when we make this commitment, because now we're going to get into action, the next steps that we're going to take to get attraction and to nurture our audience, to be found and nurture our audience. We're going to pick our platforms and we're going to pick our actions. I want you to write this down. What would I be willing to feel about my decision? Are you willing to feel judgment? Are you willing to feel embarrassed? Are you willing to feel, as my kids say, cringy? It's cringy, mom. Are you willing to feel failure? You have to commit to the discomfort. This is not the airy-fairy, you can do it raw-raw. I mean, I believe you could do it. I believe your success is inevitable, and I believe it's urgent. But I think you need to also commit to discomfort because... When you started a business, you were excited. You were like, this is what it's going to do. This is how it's going to look. I'm going to call it this. This is going to be my logo, my colors. Yes, right? Now, how many of you thought it was going to be easy? How many of you knew that this was going to be some work? You were like, I think it's going to be challenging. I'm pretty sure it's going to require something different of me. How many of you were like, yeah, I knew it was going to be challenging. You knew it. That's why everybody doesn't do it, right? It's something different. So... We then go, when it shows up in the day-to-day, we're like, oh, man, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. <laughs> right? So you have to be willing. And this is what I actually do. You guys, if you see any of my emails and things like that I post, you might be like, you know, side-eye, like, what the heck? I have typos. I am willing to post and fumble over my words. I'm willing to make a B plus, like 80%. It does not have to be 100% perfect. It doesn't. If you are waiting for that, it will hold you back, right? It will hold you back. So we are going to make a decision and then we're going to make it right. We're going to make a decision and we're going to make it right. We're going to stop beating ourselves up about it. And we're not going to get stuck in the how it's all going to work out. We're not going to go down a research rabbit hole, right? We're not going to try to do all this research. We're just going to be like, this is what we're going to do. This is my plan of action. And I'm going to have faith and I'm going to make it happen. Okay. So that's where we're at. So As I said, you have to be willing to have those bad feelings and it's not a problem to feel disappointed. It's not a problem, right? If you're trying to avoid disappointment, then you're not going to be playing full out. 
right? I tell my students it's called, it's playing to lose versus playing to win. You need that discomfort to push you forward. You need that discomfort training, kind of go through some things to be like, okay, I can, everybody's still here. I'm sure you've all been through some challenging things. I'm sure you've made some bad mistakes and everybody's still alive. I'm really fired up about this stuff. Sometimes I get a little tough love, but I want you to know I am serious about your success. If you would like more support, if you want accountability, if you want our systems, our frameworks for video sales and our systems, whether that's a full funnel or if it's just like a little piece of it, kind of getting pieces in place, we have those options for you. Again, what we would do is we would jump on a call. It's not a high pressure call like some of those others. And so if you want to schedule a coaching call, a strategy call, we'll talk about your business. We'll talk about what might be a best fit and then um, give you the options. I don't always have those available because they're time intensive, obviously. That's it. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.